I wonder if the output isn't like issue with your computer isn't the headphone jack, but the actual internal output of your computer. Does that make sense? Oh no, not a, not a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but but to be fair, I wasn't really listening. So if you want to tell me that again, I mean, I was listening and I didn't get it. Do, ba do, ba do, ba do, ba do, ba do, tell me, ba do, tell me, ba do, ba do, tell me, so do, ba do, ba do, ba do, tell me. Tony Soto Show. The Tony Soto Show. Ow! Okay, perfect. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto, and with me today I have Lucy Whack in the back. Hey, girl. And Miss Shay Kool Hey, 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 hey. Hey! So, uh, we reluctantly took a week off. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, well, you know, the thing well, is... Well, we actually worked that week, but the show took a week off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that turned out to be uh, a kind of my bad situation where uh, I didn't have things hooked up correctly and uh, ran out of space on the fucking memory card. Uh, what else happened? What else went wrong? <laughs> like... It was all in front of a guest also. It was. We were just going to have the the great Adam Silver on uh, last week to talk about a project that he had actually yesterday. Uh, it was great. <laughs> just so everyone knows, it was a great event. Um, but yeah, there's nothing more embarrassing than failing in front of a guest when during the setup of the show, he kept saying, oh my God, like what a great situation you have here. Oh, this is really professional. Oh, look <laughs> at this. You guys really have it together. And I'm sitting here like, fuck yeah plugging everything in wrong yeah yeah i got it together look at me i have my own show i'm tony soto blah 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 a professional setup with no professionals <laughs> except me but i wasn't there i mean i i tune in and you say oh girl i got this <laughs> and and i just knew you didn't you know you go you go there and like you sit down and you're ready to edit the show and you realize that it recorded so quiet and so you turn it up as much as your editing software will let you do it and you're like oh still too quiet that's not good and then you yeah. realize oh i only recorded 15 minutes of it <laughs> well now i've learned you know and we've been going for almost a year and we did you did you Delete files on your Zoom and create more space on the card so it doesn't cut out on us this I, episode. I cleaned out everything, girl. Okay, like cool. I I added shit to my fucking like uh external hard drive. I cleaned out my fucking computer. Like I the, it's a completely blank memory card. We are on it. Okay, good girl. All right. So how are you all doing? Hey Shay Kool-Aid, what's going on, girl? Oh girl. Um it's it was a crazy week since we uh Last folk, we had face last week, and that was really fun. And then Thursday, I went out to um, Milwaukee. And then uh, Thursday night, went down to Madison and performed at Plan B with Trixie Mattel. I and love that you're traveling more, girl. Like, this is what yeah. we've always said you needed to be doing. Like, traveling, yeah, traveling. it's a lot of fun. I loved Japan because they have an 18 and up night, so it's like kids. Oh my god, it's you like fucking pervert. Get <laughs> it was kids, it was children. I just want to say how creepy it is because all I can see in my monitor is Shea Kool-Aid's like 
eyes and just a and like she said kids and her eyes got all big and it just freaked me out girl stay away uh, from those children girl oh my god they were so hilarious so they were you know they can't drink at the bar but you know they got turned up on campus because uh it's like pre drink uh, yeah pre drink exactly. It was it was really fun, and then uh, Friday I was at I did two shows at Mary's in Milwaukee, and then went and did a show at Lacage, so it was nuts. And then Saturday, as soon as I got back, I had to get painted because I went and did that uh, Yahura photo shoot, which was. Can we just talk about? I mean, I heard all gay nerds cry out in ecstasy as soon as you posted <laughs> that photo i don't know if you follow shea coulee uh she doesn't have she doesn't really have a fan page so like she's limited to how many friends she can have but you know, she has at least, at least up to five thousand, right, right oh yeah or instagram you can follow yeah. her on instagram miss see Coulet. those fabulous pictures on instagram miss mm-hmm. coulee if you nasty um and uh she did a photo shoot who who was the photographer Brendan Brown. Okay, and he uh, did like he wants to the the pro the I, I don't know how much I can I can talk about, it, but the project is to do influential women uh, throughout television history. Is that what you we were saying? Yeah. Okay. And just like icons, iconic characters, and uh, Uhura from Star Trek, of course, and uh, check her First out. First interracial kiss on television. Check- we actually did shoot the interracial kiss. I don't know if he's going to release that, but I actually did have a male model. <gasps> your own captain kirk yeah, oh my, my god i bet he was really upset when he woke up with the coals for the next day <laughs> <laughs> why he didn't make out with you <laughs> <laughs> oh jokes um <laughs> but you should really check out her instagram and check out that photo because great you've been doing so many photo shoots lately like um is are you like making a book do you have a portfolio started like what's going on with all these fucking photos that you have now girl um i'm just trying to create more content uh because i really want to get my own website start that you know it's just really about building and branding so if i want to be taken seriously i have to kind of create an impressive portfolio and i kind of need more editorial like photos so i can you know make a really great collection to put you know in the gallery page on a website or in a book you know what i'm saying well you know i'm so, always impressed there's by another you. photo shoot that's coming out pretty soon that i think you guys will gag over that i'm really excited i just shot that one girl you know what the thing is is what i'm gonna what i'm gonna start doing on our website is i want to like give us all our own profile pages so like once i get that set up which god knows when that's gonna happen but it's in my brain now is like then I want all as many images as you guys can send me so I can like really deck it out for you. But Content. but no, you know, I always I'm always impressed by you, Shea Coulee, And it, it just seems to it makes me uh, sad and proud, though, because like I see you via Facebook just like fucking going and it's awesome. But I want to talk to my girl who I love and I miss. And that's Miss Lucy Wack. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> How are you, queen? I'm all right. I'm all right. I got a lot going on. It's Halloween. It's, you know, October. It's it's a lot of gigs. A yeah. lot of gigs. Good, lot, and, lot of uh, money? Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually. Uh, Broadway in Chicago wants me to DJ their opening night for Amazing Grace. So awesome. that's going to be my biggest money maker, of course. Girl, I'm <laughs> telling you, like, I am just so happy that before I fucking left there, they asked me about you again because that was should have been a gig that you never ever like lost you should be you should have been doing that gig forever 
what you know it is what it is um i'm just thankful to have it back because it's really great spaces it's a really great company to work for like work with all of that so i'm excited for that i'm also booked for tnt uh this saturday oh i guess i can plug me later no uh, uh, well i mean doesn't matter well tell us about your event uh last week because okay well last week i you know i i'm a performance artist like i like to take it there and I get carried away in my ideas. And I think I got swept up in this one a little too much. And I just didn't play to the right audience. What was the what was it again? Did you tell us? Uh, no, it was my Scarecrow act. <gasps> oh, yeah, you did tell it us. It was my first time doing Boylesque in a way. Of course, I had mm-hmm. a costume malfunction. Um, oh, but it still got oh, potential. It I still forgot. had really great like moments. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to just change it up. And it's going to be just kind of an ongoing project for a while. But and so I'm okay you, with that. But yeah. so you did it, though. You, yeah, I did you, it. And, and I'm think- going to do it again, but it's going to be like completely different when I do it again. <laughs> so you so you're you're excited about the Dusty Balls becoming a boylesque performer. I am. I am. I'm cool. talking to Red Rum about uh making a body. And so after uh, October is done, which is of course her busiest month. Of course. Uh, we're trying to get her I, we're trying now if if our listeners don't remember, we had Red Rum on the show for our family episode um because her and her uh, husband Sinjula uh, live a less than uh, what is it like a less than normal like a less than I don't it's know definitely out of the ordinary and, and, and out of the ordinary lifestyle and is and are raising their son together um, but she is amazing at what she fucking does uh, for amazing. her burlesque like because so talented her costumes are so amazing well I mean she she's actually one of the head administrators in the fashion department at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago See, I didn't know that at all and this is all things that we didn't really get to cover because we talked about her damn kid uh, <laughs> 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 so uh, I want to like have back on the show and talk about like i just want to pick her, her. brain and figure out yeah. like how we'll she just have her as a guest yeah. have her talk you know about the topics yeah. absolutely yeah. uh well i have um some i want to first thank uh my friend frank mares uh for the new logo uh a new cover yeah, photo for uh the tony soto show he is i mean he crazy but i love him and he does and and like he's never asked me for a thing and i'm just so appreciative because it's a great logo um and i'm really really happy about it but uh i just want to say two things real quick uh and i'm not i'm not really sure on on how to like start because they're completely polar opposite things but they're both equally important to me and you're not going to you're either going to agree or disagree so first of all um i was recently almost scammed um so again so uh again i don't know you're scammed so often i mean the internet fools you so easily like how did it get you this time <laughs> and you know what's so funny is i kind of got pissed off because i'm like what do you mean again i've never been scammed and i'm like oh okay yeah all right you're right the internet <laughs> that damn internet uh well so i have a friend here friend of the show i don't want to like i'm not going to say his name because i don't want to embarrass him or anything because i know that i know that i'm going to say it because i have my own show and need content so i'll tell whenever i fucking am a loser in any capacity but uh there was that he called me and he was like um there is this audition for new radio personalities um with this company called arn american radio network or something like that and i'm calling them out because they're a fucking scam all right so fuck you arn uh so it's right on the corner from our house too so we're like oh this is a cute idea so we go to this fucking audition 
and it's like this really seedy building and it's like dark and creepy and like when you walk in it's cr- like creepy and dark and then like there's this like old lady at the reception desk and it's like it was out of i was like okay this is either a drug den or they're gonna make us record porn so and if the money's right i'll do the porn but uh <laughs> if the money's right you'll go into the drug den i mean let's be serious i mean sure uh i'm not <laughs> anyway so uh if the money was right tony was willing period wait what did you say if the money was right you were lying. you're right i mean i love money but so we go in there and there is this like it's it's th- you walk into this room and it felt like you're walking to like a funeral home and uh uh, there's like this old documentary playing about like uh, the birth of radio. And then all of a sudden this like guy comes out and his name is Tony and he's got like slick black hair and he's wearing a suit. He looks like a mortician and he's like blowing all this smoke up our asses about like joining this and being producers of your own shows and blah, blah, blah. And then you do an audition. So you go into like this little old room with like outdated equipment like and they're like just go ahead and don't touch anything it's already recording i'm like i don't think it's recording um (laughs) but like so then we leave and they're like okay call us later and we'll let you know if you pass the audition and i was like all right so i called them and of course they're like oh yeah you made it you're in uh you have to come back for orientation tomorrow for three hours and don't forget the uh the 40 bucks and that's when i was like Forty dollars. When did we ever talk <laughs> about forty fucking dollars? So then I get on the internet, and I just literally put in ARN, and it's just streams and streams of run away. It's a fucking scam because what they do is then you go in for this three-hour orientation. They ask you for either forty bucks or ninety-five dollars for a press pass. Like that. <laughs> so I almost got it. Well, I'm broke, you know, like money is tight and that, and that is not something that I am used to. So I'm going anywhere I fucking can to find work. And that was just a situation where I, yeah, I think the moral of this story is don't trust people named Tony. I mean, the uh, second that you said his name was Tony, I was like, yeah, oh. I was like, ooh, shady. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. As soon as he, and you know what? I thought that too, girls. As soon as he said, my name is Tony, I was like, I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust because I couldn't tell what his ethnicity was. You know, he kind of was like a Mexican, Italian, white blend, and I don't trust and it. And then you made it rus- racist. <laughs> it was like looking in a mirror. You know, I'm like, I don't know what color you are. You could pass for anything. Uh, <laughs> but okay. Oh, but before we go, before we go to break, uh, are y'all watching Scandal? Shake Coulee. Yes. Uh, you you are watching Scandal. Yes. Okay. Now, are you watching? Okay. Now, I'm gonna say Scandal. Slow start, but I'm intrigued, and I'm I, there's a lot of emotion, and it's like in this last episode, I felt a lot of things. But I want to talk about how to get away with murder. That's brilliant. Uh, is that tall, skinny, doofy guy supposed to be a fucking main character in this show? Yeah, I think so. I hate him. Everything else about that show is good. Are you watching this at all, Lucy? Do you, you don't watch any kind of primetime TV, right? I'll uh, I'll have to get on that. It's, it's well, I, I mean, <laughs> because it's, I'm feeling very left out of this segment. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm, I need to get no, Hulu. God damn it! No, literally, like I was having a text conversation with Shea Coulee, uh the other day, and I'm like, we have to kiki about our our stories because there are things I need to talk about that's going on, and. I love everything about this show. Viola Davis uh, plays this awesome attorney in ha- uh, How to Get Away with Murder, and it's such a fucking good show, except for that dopey ass, tall, skinny ass, lanky dude. 
Oh he's, my god, he's so cute. He's though. not cute. He's, he's stupid. So he looks. Is his dumb. name Tony? Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. But he just looks <laughs> dumb all the time. Like just looks. Oh my god, he's so cute. Girl, I just want to make his be hall. I'm anyway. losing. I'm losing we'll respect. Be back. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, he's he's an uh, he's awful. But yes, but when we come back, God, I love seeing you girls. When we come back, we are so going to. Stupid. St- <laughs> Just had to throw in one last. Um, anyway, and uh, he's awful. When we come back, he's terrible. Oh, he's no. terrible. When we come back, we're going to start doing our hot topics of the week. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Shay Coulee. Catch me weekly on the Tony Soto Show on iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> Uh, my life is so fucking boring right now that I literally have started doing research for this show. <laughs> and we are back to with, the Tony Soto show with the Tony, Tony Soto show. Soto. It's me guys. I'm still here. I'm still alive and it feels good. It feels Yeah. It feels good. Um so I have been I've had a lot of free time. Oh, yeah. uh, and so the internet has been my friend and, mm-hmm. uh, recently in this last week, I just think, okay, so I wanted to just dedicate a, a day to the stupid people. So this is kind of a day to the stupid people, except for our, our last two stories, which are kind of inspiring because you know, you can't, you can't end on a negative, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but do you all, uh, have you all heard about, uh, Red Bull, you know, uh, and Red Bull and they're like. The energy yeah. drink? Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the, the drink that gives you wings. Have you heard about Have you heard their, like, uh, slogan? Sure. It'll give yeah. you yeah. wings. Well, um, apparently, uh, there were some people who... Took it literally. <laughs> it's just so hard for me to fucking... Took it absolutely literally and uh, made a lawsuit um towards uh red bull so what it was saying was the lawsuit says that such deceptive conduct and practices mean that red bull's advertising and marketing is not just puffery but is instead deceptive and fraudulent and is therefore actionable so they go on to say that it's so okay right it's and they're so out to get a quick dollar i mean if you think about it this almost sounds contrived like how can we, you know, use this law to our advantage? What company has a slogan that we can say isn't literal? Well, well, what they go along to say is so it's not so it doesn't sound like literally people are like, why aren't there wings sprouting out my back? You know what what the what the lawsuit goes on to say is uh, that it's because they brand themselves to be better than what you would get from a cup of coffee, and apparently people don't agree with that because you know we're all as a as a nation we're addicted to caffeine and caffeinated and energy drinks so maybe i remember because i don't drink a lot of red bull but there towards the end of the shoe i would drink red bull you know to like get through a fucking shift and i i think it feels a little rougher than a cup of coffee like i've definitely been like you know like yeah. Guys, a lot of shoulders, just a I lot have, of shoulders. I have a red <laughs> just shoulder. It's the year of the shoulder. But no, I have a Red Bull before I paint my face for face. I, I have a Red Bull while I'm painting my face. Really? Yeah. So like, I have my jams going. I would drink my Red Bull. I'm putting it on my face. 
Like that's how I like get into my. But you're not a big it. coffee drinker, right? Uh, no, I hate Lucy. coffee. And and do you drink coffee, Shay? Yes, you do. So, yeah, oh, of course you do. You live so, across from Mexico, uh, from McDonald's. I was at Mexico. <laughs> <Across from, laughs> you, no, you live across. You from live across from Mexico. That's right. You live across from McDonald's. Uh, How can you be bored in LA? You should just go to Mexico for the day. I mean, or I think two. That's that's a bus, girl. That, that sounds like a bus to a bus to a bus. Is that what that sounds like? I don't even know. But um, anyway, <laughs> if you are one of those idiots who thought that you that uh, that Red Bull is kind of pussy. Uh, and you need something with like you need meth, obviously, to get through your day. Um, then you can actually just write into Red Bull, and they'll give you like a ten dollar voucher, no proof of purchase or anything, for ten yeah, bucks yeah. worth of Red Bull products. So uh, that that's like what two Red Bulls? Yeah. So they're like, if you're mad, we'll give you more of our product. So stay mad. <laughs> so, yeah. but, Keep getting our product. Stay mad. I mean, the thing is, it's like you're not going to stop drinking it anyway. You know they're what like, I mean? yeah, you're not going to stop us, so yeah. stay mad. All right. So do you guys get into the Just reality television? Like, like, is reality yeah. television, are, are you following any kind of reality TV? Um. Yeah. Okay. So I've recently become an addict of Australia's Next Top Model. Oh, okay. New season? Uh no no not America's Next Top Model Australia's but is it a new season in Australia currently or is this like old uh, season? No, I've been like powering through all the seasons and I'm like just started the most recent one. Lucy, what do you do? No reality TV. I mean, I had to give up cable, so like <gasps> I don't get. How much. are you doing with that? I forgot that you've done that. I want Hulu Plus. Girl, I get want... it. It's eight dollars. Why don't you fucking I have Hulu Plus? I'm going. Well, I'm I'm getting there. Um, I miss Project Runway. Log on, I Queen. RuPaul. I even Aww. miss Real Housewives of New York. Actually, only when Bethany was on, because that was when it was the show. She's coming back. She's coming back. <sighs> yeah, I heard she's coming back. Cause she, I th- I think her talk show failed. Oh, but well, she had a couple of shows that failed. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, what made that show work was like her versus the 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 housewives, like. That's what was so amazing about it was that she was uh-huh. like real people and they would do their weirdo shit and she would call them on it and they would be like, you'd see them glaze over and like not get what she's talking about. <laughs> it was fantastic. Well, do you watch Dance Moms? Yes. Okay. No. Okay. Before I moved uh, to LA, I remember because um, I still had like a really basic cable package and you would get, we would get Lifetime. And there was a full marathon of Dance Moms. Now, I'd watched Dance Moms the first season a long time ago when it first came out. But I kind of lost because Abby Lee Miller is a crazy fucking bitch. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I, I've, I did the whole marathon to catch up with the fourth season that was starting. Okay, she's a crazy bitch. Like, this is just like her own dance company. And she totally is a tyrant and she's so mean to these little girls and these mothers are terrible women too. They're just awful. But she is getting sued by uh, one of the moms, Kelly Highland. Now, you know, you won't know this show, right? Uh, Shay. Uh Mm -hmm. Now Kelly has always been insane, right? Yes. Like she's been nuts. And in the fourth season, things come to blow and like Kelly actually slaps Abby Lee, but now there's this lawsuit with the daughter Paige, mm-hmm. who's very good. I think I yes. think that she's a very good dancer, but she's coming yeah. out and saying like she has like uh, has to go to counseling and see a shrink because of all the fucking stress that um, Abby puts on them and how she fears for like she's gonna get hit uh, by Abby. 
this is blowing my fucking mind because if you've ever seen this show, th- no, no, there's no female in this entire show that is good for these little girls. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the, not, not, the, not, it's not just Abby, it's the moms too. The girls are just basically in danger. And America keeps feel. watching. That's and so they keep doing the it because they keep getting the ratings. But and that's exactly what the lawsuit talks about is the fact that the producer is kind of like turned a blind eye to the way that these girls are treated because it makes for. These girls signed a contract. Their mom signed a contract. They have this Kelly, this Kelly Highland lady. She was with Abby Lee Miller when she was a fucking kid. So the thing is, is like there is so much into that dysfunctional relationship. And so what's that? So that's just weird. Right? It's it's like, why are you suddenly surprised that Abby Lee Miller is a crazy bitch? Like, You've known this because you've dealt with her forever. And she is crazy and she's awful for those girls. And the thing is, is like the the decent part of me, the decent side of me is like, stop watching that show. But then, you know, I'm like, but I got nothing. But the stronger side of you (laughs) won't let go. So NBC's uh, medical correspondent, we've talked about Ebola last week. You wouldn't know that because it was never recorded. But uh, we talked about uh, Ebola and how Ebola is a real fucking thing. And uh, how people are now losing their motherfucking mind over (laughs) Ebola. There was a bus driver who sneezed or something and someone on the bus called the law and said that they had Ebola and they put that guy in quarantine. (sighs) Can you fucking believe it? Like I read that, and it could be a lie because it was on the internet. But, <laughs> but this is not. But also again, don't believe what Tony says. Lies on the internet around Ebola. Uh, Regina George has a Twitter account, and today she posted a picture of Katie Heron with a caption that says, "I know who brought over Ebola from West Africa." Who? What? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Tony. Why are you so slow? It was a picture picture of Katie Heron. Who's Katie Heron? Who's who? Oh, that was Lindsay Lohan's character? All right. Now I get you. Okay. Well, no, it doesn't matter now. God damn it. Because it's like it was the pun. Can you edit this out? Let's just keep talking about it. Just so you all know, that joke didn't die because of Shay. That died because of me. He looked at me so dead-eyed and confused. I was like, oh, <laughs> gotta know my audience. Okay, well, Dr. Nancy Snyderman, who is the NBC medical correspondent, was uh, who had the, she was the one who worked with the cameraman who uh, got it, and they yes. were on a 21-day, uh, not Two. mandatory. It wasn't a mandatory quarantine, but it was a 21-day quarantine um, to just make sure that they were okay. But this girl loves... What is a burger? <laughs> she loves soup. No, it was soup, actually. She needed soup. So she decided to leave her home, leave the quarantine, and then go and get soup, possibly endangering many people's lives. Um, but wait, did, did she go in or did she drive and she was in the car with two guys and one of the guys went in and got the food and came back in the car? Uh, yeah. I think she went in. 
No, she. It says in the article that she sat in the car. Oh. Where did you research? Oh, well then. Well, then, well, no. The thing is, is like I was. Uh, I was looking for her uh, apology today, and not so much because her apology is kind of cold. Like her apology is kind of like. Uh, she's her like. Her apology you know, was like, "Don't stop me from eating my soup." Dude. She says, "As a health professional, I know that we have no symptoms and pose no risk to the public, but I am deeply sorry for the concerns this episode caused." Uh, which is like, I ain't sorry for what I did. I know I don't got it. I'm sorry you got weirded out. But see, the thing yeah. is, is like, the, the, are we being a little too hysterical about Ebola? Because they're saying that you're not contagious until you start having symptoms. And she was right. She wasn't symptomatic. Apparently, according to your research, she didn't get out of the car. But, she you did. know, she did wear a hat and sunglasses because she knew she was doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you if I wear a hat and sunglasses when I'm having a bad hair day and I don't have on any makeup. I know who knows what kind of shampoo they have available in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> well, her quarantine was her house, so I mean, oh. it's like what it's like whatever you have. But I don't know. I'm. I mean, I I guess like I know I'm not going anywhere for a minute, so it's like, well, I guess I'm not true. I'm gonna be flying in November, so it's like, but. I'm not as worried about quarantine or, or as quarantine. I'm not as worried about Ebola as as many other hysterical people are. Are you guys just worried about this? Is this something that? Well, it it's not like it's airborne, mm-hmm. right? And so, I mean, it's it's about as likely to catch it as you could an STD. I mean, watch after yourself. You know, well, if you came in contact with yeah. it or not. Yeah, but I mean, uh, like you can get you can get Ebola from saliva, so that makes it a little more scary than HIV. You know what I mean? Okay, so don't go making out with strangers like you like to, Tony. Damn it! Stop kissing all the boys. But how am I supposed to make friends? Quit putting your mouth on the water fountain. <laughs> how am I supposed to make friends when we come back? We are going to finish up our hot topics of the week. We'll be right back. Ebola. Should we be worried about that ambulance in the far background? No, that's I think it's ambiance. Because I'm, li- I'm right. literally listening to it like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still loud. We are back with the Tony Soto show. Uh, I am joined with Miss Lucy Whack in the back. Mm-hmm. And Miss Shay Coulee. And we've just been kikiing about all kinds of stuff. But. Um, there has been a recent news story. I think it came out yesterday or something about the Catholic Church is now being more open to the uh, idea of homosexuals. And uh, everyone's... All that, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. All that I really saw that was said that was pro-gay was don't, don't give a hard time to the children of gay people. Uh, yeah, like that's that's really all I got out of it. Uh, yeah, well, what they said, uh, well, no, they I, have civil unions. I, well, and see, that's the thing. They were like, they were basically saying that, hey, th- we we can value them and uh, their sexual orientation without comp. Now, all of a sudden, you can hold us in good regard. Uh, and it won't be against your beliefs as a Catholic. Like, if I'm nice and good to this gay person, that's okay. It doesn't, you know, I'm not going to be a sinner. But 
we can't say that their marriages are at all valid because like literally we still believe that fucking marriage is between a man and a woman for the for the procreation. Yeah. And everyone's coming out and they're all fucking applauding the fucking Catholic Church and they're like bravo for finally fucking uh being on the right track. And my thing is fuck you Catholicism. Fuck you Catholic Church. Fuck all of this book. It makes me so angry that okay, okay. I guess on one side I could say, "Oh, good. Finally they're progressing and they're and they're um practicing finally their doctrine according to their, you know, their fucking Messiah and all of his teachings." Like finally they're doing what he's what's been written in that fucking book forever. So do we owe them any kind of praise or thanks for, for making this really kind of a vague fucking statement? Well, I mean, at least it's less hate coming from a group of people for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, I guess I have to thank their leaders for not continuing teaching so much hate to their followers. Um, but as far as its impact on me, I don't give a fuck what the Catholic Church thinks of me. Yeah, yeah. They don't get to tell me what what who you know if I can uh-huh. be married or not. Uh-huh. They don't get to tell me how to live my life. They have a bunch of old men that's in Italy. Just, yeah. Well, that's I mean, just, I'm gonna I, wave to the Colosseum if I ever go there, and that's it. That's I, all I care about. I think that the I think that what gets me so much is that is that we're like, what what you just said to me was like, well, you know, at least it's less hate. And it's like, yeah, but this I is mean, a fucking organization that is based or allegedly based on the idea of love. You know what I mean? And so it's like for us to be like, well, at least they're being less hateful, you know, and, and, and for us to be OK with that. I just like I, I fuck you. And, you you're know, right. you, you, you got to take what you can get, though, girl. I mean, they're not it's not like it's the Inquisition here. It's not like they're like, you know, chaining us up like they used to. I just you I just, I just I mean, you're right. You're right. And I just think that like uh, it's baby steps, girl, baby steps. I know it's it's 2014. I mean, get with the fucking times, but baby steps. Yeah, well, the thing is, is like I don't necessarily need I, I do not need the, the approval of the church. Like that's yeah, the, yeah. that's and that's why I agree with you, Lucy, but, what you were saying. But was hey, like, you know, now this means that less Catholics will give me shit on the street. You know, I mean, it's going to be a lot of shit from Catholics on the street, girl. Girl, <laughs> they coming for you, are they, girl? You don't know my neighborhood, okay? <laughs> they just waving the rosaries at you. Get the fuck out of here! They look at me when I walk in my house with my little pride flag out front. They look at me. But that's not your pride flag, is it? Like that came with the house. Didn't I live it? here, and I accepted it. It made me want to live here. It was a little pride flag. I was like, oh my god, it's, it's a pride flag. Well, I, I, cool. I just think that you know, I just hate that you know we fucking applaud these old are these stupid ass religions and their fucking slight evolution into what's right because you know it wasn't until it wasn't until the 70s that fucking the mormon religion didn't accept black people into their churches and they couldn't be preachers there and you know there are black people who are mormon now and i'm just like don't you remember don't you remember that used to be considered capsules yeah yeah you can, you used to be considered burned by God. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how they looked at black that people. Reflected on your black skin. You behave badly, so God punished you by burning your skin. So that was 
those morons think. I mean, Mormons, excuse me. So it's like, it's like, why am I going to like, okay. Yeah. But okay. I'm going to move on because no, yeah, I know girl. I know girl. I know it's, it's enraging and it's unjust and, and all of that jazz. But I mean, it is what it is and you got to take the tiny wins that you get. Wow. Let's, let's, let's end this. Let's end this segment in like some positive things, shall we? Because, uh, what would you do if you were accused of a crime that you know that you didn't commit and you were sentenced to life imprisonment without parole? I would fight it. I would appeal. <laughs> I would fight it. I would appeal. <laughs> I wouldn't stop. <laughs> I would probably just shrug. <laughs> be like, well, it was bound to happen. I'd be like, damn. I mean, I wish I would have been a G and done that shit. Now I'm taking the fall and I didn't even do anything. I know, at least I, if only I had the money hidden away somewhere. Right. So I know when I got out, it was, it was hidden well, away somewhere. There is a 59-year-old woman, Susan Mellon, who spent 17 years in prison for a death of a homeless man uh, that, um, that she was accused and convicted solely on witness the testimony oh, of one witness witness testimony like who apparently lies to the police all the time <laughs> so uh and it was funny because after 17 years she was like she comes out and she says i always knew that one day god would bring the truth to light and i'm just like Wait, i'm like what a positive person i wouldn't not have lasted 17 years and have that happy of an attitude coming out and being like, oh, I'm not going to hate my haters. I'm not going to have any retaliation. I'm just glad to be free. I, I mean, like, I'm like, girl, you I feel like she's already been to hell and back. So true. I think honestly, she's just like, yes. After 17. She's like, it's a new beginning. Like, that's like, yeah, 17 years. years of I mean, let's look back to when we were 17 because that was 17 years ago, Tony Soto. That, oh, my God. 17 years ago, I was 17? Yes, yeah. girl. That's math. Shit. <laughs> God so damn. imagine being in jail since you were 17 and then getting out just now oh my god i couldn't possibly but my thing is, oh, is after 17 uh, after seven <laughs> do you know that i would walk out like my ass would just be so used because like i would just i would just seriously so fuck for protection I, <laughs> me too girl me too it's not like i was super buff i would just be so many people's bottoms i was like whatever please as long as you don't let this other guy beat me up i'll blow you um, honestly if i had been given a life sentence i would have killed the biggest person in there so that no one would give me trouble for the rest of my life sentence. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a life sentence. Well, then what you the wouldn't have gotten out after they found out that you were fucking innocent, girl. They'd be like, oh, she might have been innocent for that one, but that's turned oh, it into I, a killer. I don't know, but, you know, they can't prove it. I, I, and I don't know, and I don't know that I would be thanking God uh, as the last thing I say, because after 17 years, he didn't have shit to do with my fucking survival. I'm sure with her, though, you know, people go to jail and they get really religious, girl. Girl, you know I guess go you do or you become a lesbian. It's <laughs> You like like the people like they're like just get, that's what people I'm like okay see I just but get I really like, invested I, I in my like body. How she said that she uh, wrote freedom on what? the bottom of her shoes and she said she knew she'd walk free. Uh, yeah, that that's cute. whatever. That's cute. Well, I mean, you know, that's like that's like Remy Ma. She just got out of jail for being the uh, being in jail for six fucking years. She came out. She was on the Wendy Williams show talking about how like when she went in jail, her baby was like seven years old. And now, like six years later, she's out of jail. And like, yeah, your life. I cannot imagine how much would change in seventeen years. Yeah. Anyway, when we come back, first yeah, time, first time meeting her granddaughter, and then oh my god, how cute was it that she was like, "I'm gonna go have a happy meal with my daughter because I didn't get to." 
Yeah. Because okay, so that's when I got arrested because we were on our way to get a Happy Meal <laughs> and we never got that Happy Meal. Probably not the best nutritional choice, but you know, what can you do? When we come back, we yeah, are... Yeah, like she got prison. great nutritional choices in prison. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're going to take on our listener questions of the week and these ones are kind of juicy, so we'll be right back. Do you have a question for the Tony Soto Show? You can like us on Facebook or tweet us at at Tony V. Soto. And we are back from our commercial break. This is Lucy Wack on the Tony Soto Show with Shea Coulee and, of course, Tony Soto. Hi, <laughs> everybody. So anyway, we are going to do our listener questions segment, which is absolutely all three of our favorite parts of this entire show. So here we go. Listener question number one. Don't be a dick. My best friend has this friend who I can't stand. We shall call him Dick. He is such an angry fag. He is one of those bitter gays that gives us all a bad name. Over the weekend, my bestie invited me out to join his gang for a night of drinks. The whole time, this terrible person had nothing nice to say about anyone. Every time he saw someone he thought was ugly with someone else, he would scoff and would say things like, that fugly queer has someone and I'm alone. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, oh, really beautiful. This is where it gets out of hand, though. In the gay bars in my town, they have buckets of condoms to promote safe sex. I saw Dick in one of those random buckets, so I thought I would engage him. So I said, uh-oh, someone is looking to get lucky. Dick's response, hardly. I was poking holes in the rubbers with a pin. <sighs> oh, oh. Wow. I was appalled and publicly freaked out on the guy. My bestie saw that and without getting the story has chosen Dick's side. How do I get my bestie to understand what a dick dick is? Oh, um, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so anyone, if you find a free condom, just take a look at it. Make sure there are no holes poked through it. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you know, I worry about that a lot anyway. Like those buckets of condoms. Like you never know. That's you know, weird. But Who would tamper? With condoms. A seriously like, pathological you, person. Yeah. Like, dick is like, I mean, because I would have slapped him in the mouth for being a dick. Like, what, who does that? Like, why, why would that be something that, and who carries a pin? Like, who just, <laughs> who just, <laughs> would he take it off his, like, boutonniere? Would he have, like, a brooch on his lapel? <laughs> oh. Or it, stab him with his brooch? Yeah, an American flag pin. <laughs> uh, um, a dove, a peaceful dove. So, I, I would your friend and explain the story and and just let him know what an awful human being this is and also if your bestie is like the type of person to like take sides with someone who behaves the way that dick does and maybe you should also be evaluating you your know, friendship t- with yeah, your bestie your friendship with your bestie you know that's like the type of person they are but i'm sorry i th- I, th- I i personally think you should notify the bars that someone tampered with the condoms well yeah. i mean i think that i that's the thing about Maybe well you should email them a picture of him and be like it's him i thought about that too bar. but if you're gonna go that far i think you should email dick and let him know that he seriously needs to change his actions otherwise you are going to report him because like this isn't like this isn't he doesn't sound like bitchy fag friend you know what I mean? Like he doesn't like because I mean we all know there are bitchy fags out there that you know we tolerate because sometimes they say some funny shady shit that's like. <laughs> so no. What? 
What? Nothing. Nothing. I was coughing. I had something in my throat. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, that are funny, and you do put up with the bitchiness because of the funniness. But um, what, but, but this does not sound funny. This does not sound like this sounds like a really, really sounds sad, like a true, sad vicious, person and insecure being. You're a nasty bitch. Yeah, yeah. dick, dick. You and, are a bad and, and the thing yeah, is, is like I, I honestly, I, I would be like, uh, this is what I, because <laughs> I thought about this when I pulled this question. And I was like, this is something that I would do because I would put some thought of this. I would like contact my friend and be like, you know, hey, we need to talk. Um, I'm really sorry. And then like get on like get on a speaking level with them. But then be like, let's have everyone over. Everyone that was like at that that night out, like have everyone over for drinks. And I'd just be like, Dick, this is why you suck. You know, like because <laughs> that shit is bogus. Like, like who is so fucking vile that they just stab holes in the condoms? That's silly. It's silly and it's it's just dumb. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Let's move on. Am I? Do I have this as the next one? Yeah, you're Deborah, girl. This is from Deborah. Uh, she starts with, "I want to start with saying Halloween is my favorite holiday. I'm recently divorced, and as a result, I have put my four-year-old daughter in an after-school daycare. I found what I thought was a very cute and small daycare. Fast forward to last week." Since it's now October, I took a half day from work to decorate the house. I was so excited about showing my daughter the decorations because she has always been fond of the holiday as well. When I picked her up, I was so excited. But as we drove up, my excitement faded because my daughter had a look of total fear that turned into tears. When I asked what was the matter, she said that I was going to hell and that Jesus is sad about that. It's like okay. Uh, <laughs> now, 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 my home is non-religious. Uh, not that I'm an atheist per se, but it's just a non-issue. She then told me her daycare instructor has been teaching them what the Bible thinks about Halloween. I have since oh. removed her from the daycare with some with some specially chosen words for the teacher. But now Good my daughter you. is still freaked out about all the decorations and the holiday in general. What should I do about this? Uh, and the question is, what would you do about this? Did you say write a a Yelp Yelp review? Yes, I would Yelp that daycare and be like, you know what? These people, they got agendas. So be careful with your kids bringing them here after school because... That's true. Can, and like my that daughter just... is scarred because they told her that their that her mommy was going to hell and that Jesus was sad about that. I mean, this just goes to show you how impressionable kids are. You know what I mean? Like at four year olds, I mean they're sponges, you know? And so she went into this daycare loving Halloween and come out and was like all scared about it, you know? Ooh. Because you trust the adults that are looking after you. But would what how would you? You just have to recondition the fucking thing, right? It's four, you can change it, snap it out I, of it, right? If she if she can comprehend these notions, then I would consider taking her to different uh, religious figures and having her sit down and talking about Judaism, talking about paganism, talking about Buddhism, talking about Islam, like actually let her know that these are all different modes of thought and that that's all they are. Oh, you would turn it into a religious debate and you wouldn't just be like fucking Halloween. Not, not a debate. It would be that is what one group of people think about it. Here's what another group of people think. Here's what another group of people think. And that's just it. It's just what people think. It's somebody's opinion. I mean, the thing is, is Halloween's just as bullshit as the fucking opinions towards Halloween. You know what I mean? It's just fucking Halloween. Halloween is All Hallows Eve, which is the night before All Saints Day, which originally was a pagan holiday. Yeah, it's all all from... Yeah. Uh, 
But I, I, I just think that letting her know that there are going to be people in this world that have modes of thought and that they're all going to be different. And if it's a non-religious household, then, you know, yeah. try to get can, it clear to her that she's being raised in an environment where she can f- figure it out for herself and not to believe the But can you imagine, thing. like, growing up and, like, not even knowing at four years old, like you've never been taught shit about nothing about any kind of God or the devil or blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, like this new outside source is coming in and being like, there is a devil who is and Jesus and they're mad. Jesus is sad for you because your mom is going to die. And be like, no, what? it's fucked up. Be it like, is fucked up. That is fucked up. And, you know, I just say, you know, yeah, Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> Yelp the hell out of that because that's insane. Yeah, I would, that Yelp review would have been full of color. I mean, she I said like she she did say that she approached her and uh, had some choice words for her, but I mean, like you could have fucked my kid up. Like, don't you try to? I'm already trying hard not to and fuck I'm my kid. You bitch. <laughs> I'm paying you to watch her. Was it a religious daycare? Safe? Like, was it run by a church or anything? Or I mean, just a no. The, the thing is, is like it just says that it was a small daycare, a very cute and small daycare. Which you know, and the thing is, like you can you can be certified to fucking do a daycare real easy, like so you never know where you're putting your kids. That's why I don't. I mean, that's why women should just stay in the home. <laughs> you're so stupid. Shut up. Barefoot Next and question. pregnant. Next question. Our next listener question comes from Babu. It says, my boyfriend was recently incarcerated, and when he called me for bail money, I didn't have it. Ultimately, my man was bailed out and came home. When I asked him how he got out, he told me not to worry. His boy fronted him the money. That was all good. So my girl started telling me about some posts that this basic bitch was posting on her social media. The bitch happens to be his ex. She wrote can't take care of your man i got this and he's come back to familiar territory everything in my being makes me want to go bust this bitch's face but i know my fight is with my man how would you approach this situation yeah uh, your your fight's with both of them first of all you need to get your ass on facebook get on that girl's page and tell her come get him because you don't need to be fucking with some basic ass stupid idiot who's going to get incarcerated, ask you for bail money. And then when you can't produce the bail money because it's not your problem because he got incarcerated, he goes to his ex-girlfriend, has her bail him out. Quickly. Obviously, quickly. probably quickly. He went to her And then quickly. comes home, lies to you, and says that his boy did it. Girl, yep. listen, girl. She was no, the second you, call. No, you tell her, come get him. She come was the s- You can have him. She was the second call call as far as i'm yeah. concerned it was like hey honey can you bail me out no i ain't got it okay hey honey can you come bail me out like that was and he knew that number too didn't he <laughs> i know they didn't have him going through his cell phone because you have to for, know yeah you yeah, have, you have to, to know so if, he knew that number. if people don't know that like i was told that recently i'm like you have to know a number a local number you have to have memorized if you want that can be your phone call because they're not gonna let you go through your cell phone but i mean it sounds to me like you just got to fucking get rid of the, your fight is with him yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like if she's so desperate and like also if, if she's gonna be lame and whack to go on social media and try and say what? that like i don't know 
I don't know what her beef is with you, but that's, that just shows you that she's a really sad, desperate girl. So you tell her, give her exactly what she thinks she wants. Get on Facebook and be like, yeah, girl, you can come get him. I got his stuff in a box on my front step. And there probably Here's is no beef. Address. And there probably, get it. there probably is From, no beef. There's probably no beef at all. This girl's yeah, probably, this, no this girl's probably yeah, just like, probably just yeah, being just a another she's like, I want my things. man back. That's all. That's yeah, all. That's all. She's basically, yeah. Okay, you can have him. Come yeah. get him. Simple as that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because the thing is, is if you don't have, if you're not even friends with this girl on social media, then that means that she's nothing to you, really. So it's like all this is, all she sees you as, girl, is an obstacle to get back to her man. So if he's he's worth it, then I guess you fight for it and that's up to you. But as far as we're concerned on this side, you should just give him to her. And realize we don't, we don't pass judgment on people who break the law. You know, I really don't discriminate. It all depends on the situation. I but also, I also enough, don't discriminate against people who steal people's boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you're dumb enough to get caught, yeah. you don't want someone that dumb, honey. Yeah, you don't want someone that dumb. Girl, people yeah. are locked then, up all the time. We just, we so just. So not yeah, only is he lied. dumb, he's also a liar. Lucy, we just talked about a girl who was fucking put in prison for 17 years and she didn't do it. So I mean, people are locked up for reasons all the time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if he's dumb enough to get caught, you should just leave his ass. <laughs> I can hey. respect a smart criminal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, sorry, girl. Sorry. Yeah, dump sorry. that, man. Yeah, get rid of him, girl. Well, Dude. listen, this has been a cute hour of chatting with my close and personal friends. Um, if you uh, would like to leave a listener question, please send it to the Tony Soto show at gmail.com or you can go straight to the Tony Soto show.com and leave it on the website. Don't leave it in the comment on a post y'all on the website. If you look to the left, there's a little box where you can enter your question and it'll be, it'll be sent to me um, how you subject it and everything. Uh, tell us, Guys, what do you have going on in your lives? Tell the children where they can see you. Uh, well, tonight at Face, we got me, uh, Kelly Lauren, Mercedes Tyler, Ruby D, Gia Gunn, Natasha Douglas, and... Uh, that's quite yeah, a lineup. That's, that's us. That's, yeah. that's, it. that's, that's great. Do you just I keep mean, adding I- girls? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> like, what are they um, making now? Like 10 bucks each now? <laughs> you just keep like, <laughs> giving them like... <laughs> What's the rest of your week, girl? Is it just face? Uh, and then I'll be at uh, um, Naughty Bowl Cabaret on Saturday. Cute. Lucy? So tonight I will be back at Debonair, but I'm just viewing and giving support to an amazing lineup that is Red Rum, Sanjula Vamana, Dolly Fatal, Millie May, maybe one other person I can't remember. But it's still amazing people tonight at Debonair. And then Saturday night I am fire dancing at Lizard's Liquid Lounge for TNT's uh, Halloween show. It's going to be cute. Are you doing um, the Haunted House this year? Like, No, girl. You're nah, not. It wasn't worth, the amount of money I was going to get for it wasn't worth the time. It was just like, you know what? Mm, no. Well, that's fun. Well, listen, I also have something coming up. Um, well, it's still in the works, but I think that I actually have my first project coming up in November, and I will tell you more about it as we get closer to the event um but also you know we're gonna be a year old here soon um we uh tony young again (laughs) 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 oh on the 
on the way to those terrible twos. Can't wait for those. Uh, but yeah, we are actually going to be uh, having our anniversary show uh, next month, and I don't really know what we're going to be doing. It's it's. I was thinking about that because y'all are so far away now. I don't know. We're all going to eat cake during the episode. It's going to sound great. Oh my god, that's such a great idea. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> we should just we should just do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have my cake and I'll just be sitting here listening to you all chat. How or about maybe that? we'll just eat cake before the episode and talk about how great the cake was at during the episode. Keep listening, guys. The show's going to get better and better as we go <laughs> along. We'll see you all next week. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Traveling, traveling. She's traveling, traveling. <laughs> on the edge of unconsciousness. Oh, this is Madonna. I know this one. I know this one. I know that one. I knew that one. I knew that one. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Ruin it every time. <laughs>